Good morning, everybody. We have a lower trade in the grain markets here early on Friday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures down five and a quarter at 5.51 and a quarter. November soybeans down 10 and a half cents at 13.67 and a quarter. September Chicago wheat down seven and a quarter at 6.98. September Kansas City wheat down six and a half at 6.68. September spring wheat down 14 and a half cents at 9.04. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, really appreciate it, guys. Leave me a review or a rating if you have not already any sort of feedback that you might have. If you're watching on YouTube, um, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel if you have not already, and let's try an experiment here today. I've been told that I could use some more comments on my videos, so if you are watching on YouTube, uh, leave a comment. Leave, let me know uh, where you're watching from and give me a quick update on the crops in your neighborhood. So if you're watching on YouTube, uh, drop a comment. Just let me know where you're watching from. Give me a quick update on the crops in your neighborhood. This will be an interesting experiment to see if it uh, helps me out a little bit. Um, if you need some additional assistance from me, guys, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. For 49 bucks a month, I offer a subscription service. It includes my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. In that email, you'll be made aware of every overnight headline of importance, all my grain marketing recommendations, uh, all sorts of charts, graphs. Uh, my subscriber-only videos are included in these emails as well as in the text message service. Um, so all sorts of stuff here uh, for 49 bucks a month. It's really a great value. And you can cancel this at any time. There's no other fee, no other obligation, nothing along those lines. So certainly check that out this weekend, guys. To uh, get into the headlines here this morning, we do have some rain on the radar here over a good chunk of South Dakota here this morning. And this uh, system really blankets the state almost from north to south, and it's it's moving its, its way east. Now, I don't know what the amounts have been so far, but uh, this is a big deal, especially for the soybean crop in these areas. If these rains turn out to be uh, anything substantial, you can see there's already some of this has moved its way into southern Minnesota. And uh, the track of this system is, I think, up for debate to some extent because you look at the Weather Prediction Center map and it's kind of indicating that this system it's gonna, is, is going to stay south in um, Iowa and in, in, then go into Missouri and maybe catch a little bit of, of the southern part of Illinois. But the, uh, the Euro model, and this is out through August 8th, but really mo a lot of this rain is here the next uh, day or two, they kind of keep a lot of the rain more in central Iowa and, and, and a lot for the maybe northern half of Illinois. So I'm not quite sure exactly which way this system will track, but it'll be uh, interesting certainly to find out what happens over the weekend. Uh, if you're in some of these areas that are, are uh, catching rain here this morning, uh, certainly chime in and let me know uh, what you've seen in terms of totals. Uh, your 6 to 10-day map still doesn't look very good um, after this system, pretty much dry, um, still warm in the northern plains in particular, well above normal in North Dakota, South Dakota, those sort of places, and then cooler in the southeast. So down in my neighborhood, we're actually supposed to be, I think, only in the low 80s or maybe even upper 70s come Sunday uh, down here in Tennessee, which is uh, not normal for this time year at all uh, you go out to the 8 to 14 it looks a little bit better for um, about two-thirds of the Corn Belt most of Iowa and everywhere east of there is going to be normal uh, to above normal in, in terms of precipitation but uh, temperatures uh, still above normal to a significant degree so weather certainly a mixed bag here this morning I'll be interested to see uh, which way that system tracks which again sits over a good chunk of South Dakota here this morning export sales pretty soft last week we saw net cancellations of both old crop corn and 
old crop soybeans. Uh, new crop sa corn sales were okay at 529. New crop soybean sales okay at 313. Uh, one thing that's notable in regard to export sales, China has been largely absent. I don't think China's made a new crop corn purchase since May. And, and granted, China has an enormous book of, of new crop corn from the U.S. that has already been booked. And most of that was booked uh, during the month of May. I think they've got uh, almost 11 million metric tons booked. They're responsible for a good two-thirds of our new crop export book in corn, which is is the largest on record, I believe. They've been pretty slow in regard to soybeans also. Um, so China has been largely absent from the row crop markets, and uh, we'll see if they return, But and, and that would be helpful, and that's part of the reason why these sales have been kind of soft here. The North Dakota Spring Wheat Crop Tour uh, concluded yesterday, and they found poor crops, uh, believe it or not. The Wheat Quality Council pegged the state's average wheat yield at 29.1 bushels per acre. That's the lowest on record in the tour's history, which dates back to 1993. The five-year average is 43.6. Um, this is all, of course, due to a multi-month drought and more recently, uh, uh, very, very warm temperatures. USDA said this week that 99% of U.S. spring wheat areas are experiencing a drought. USDA rates the crop only 9%, good to excellent, and 66% poor to very poor. Uh, some some people probably think, and, and I may be in this boat as well, that that 29.1 is even a little bit generous uh, based on what we know. The Dominican Republic is restricting pig shipments. The government has enlisted its military to help contain the spread of African swine fever, which was recently detected within the country. Now, here in the United States, there is some, some concern as well regarding the potential spread. Uh, Iowa's Ag Secretary said this, the confirmation of ASF in the Dominican Republic certainly is very, very concerning. We will need to elevate our ability to keep it out. Uh, the Dominican Republic will prohibit live and slaughtered pig movement within the two provinces that were affected here. U.S. regulators have frozen IPOs from Chinese companies, according to sources. This is not confirmed yet, but the SEC apparently has stopped processing registrations um, of U.S. initial public offerings and the sale of other securities by Chinese companies because it's drawing up new guidance and risk disclosures for investors. So um, I don't know what this means exactly, but I think that we need to keep an eye on any sort of U.S.-China tension uh, given our kind of dicey trade relationship over the last few years. Cattle market uh, was lower yesterday. We were uh, just marginally lower in fat cattle uh, 40 to 60 cents. Feeder cattle got beat up a little bit worse than that, down about a buck and a half. Cash cattle, nothing exciting there. 119 to 120 in the south, 122 to 123 in the north. Uh, the box beef market was up a little bit yesterday. In the outside markets, the S&P is down 27 points ahead of the cash open. The Dow Jones down 100 points. Gold and silver are lower. The bonds are a little bit higher. U.S. dollar is about flat. Um, we've got the crude oil down 16 cents in the September WTI at 73.44. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. I will talk to you on Monday.